Benjamin Scheinwald is president and chief executive officer of BOMA Canada, which is a national association for owners, managers, and vendors of things like large-scale commercial real estate. Benjamin, good of you to join us. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, I never thought that I would see, you know, the day where I drove by Yorkdale Mall and there's not a car to be seen. And this is not just one or two days. We're talking months of not seeing any traffic. Explain if you can and put into context what malls are going through across this country right now. Sure. I mean, it, it, it's a great point. And I, I myself uh, was at Eaton Centre recently and saw in Toronto and saw the same um, kind of thing. Uh, malls are basically experiencing 24-7 what they typically experience between 10 in the evening and 8 in the morning, which mm -hmm. is to say uh, not a whole lot of activity. Uh, in, in closed retail, um, by and large, is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is empty. Uh, there are a handful of exceptions, you know, so where uh, enclosed malls uh, have essential services, um, think pharmacies, uh, think uh, restaurants in some cases, but only on a takeout basis. Uh, doctor's office once, once in a while. Um, there are little teeny hubs of activity, uh, but by and large, um, it is like uh, like walking through an empty mall at, at midnight. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible when you think of retail as it is now. I mean, before this thing happened, retail sales were flat. So they were already facing some real hardships trying to get customers into the stores. Then you add this pandemic, and it's one thing for a mall or a store in a mall to be shut down for a couple of days, but to be shut down for this extensive time, given the enormous amount that they pay per square footage, is devastating for a lot of them. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, BOMA Canada's members, be they on the office side, the retail side, etc., we, we house where Canada's economy happens. And Canada's retail economy happens inside our retail and our open air malls. Uh, and yeah, of course, there's an enormous uh, upsurge in, in online shopping and so forth. But uh, there are parts of retail that were on fire successful and parts mm -hmm. that were struggling until COVID came along. And now everyone is struggling. Uh, uh, you know, you, you, you can't uh, uh, exist without people shopping and people are effectively unable to shop inside malls right now in many, many cases. And they're looking at this Friday, the business world, whether it's small or big business, they're calling this Friday Black Friday because this is the next big um, rent date that they have to pay their rent. Do you have any kind of context as to how many stores we're looking at within malls that are not going to be able to make this kind of payment? Because unlike the smaller shops that might be able to strike a deal with the landlord, it's a whole different ball game when you're talking large scale malls. Yeah, look, I, I think it's been all over the map. Um, and I think that May 1st on Friday, as you say, is gonna be another important day where we'll, we'll learn more. Um, you know, I, I think that by and large, landlords um, began struggling in April, but uh, expect that May will be worse. Um, and, you know, as the longer this goes on, important though it is to, uh, to address the public health aspect of it, uh, we all have to do that, the harder it is um, for landlords to survive without revenue from, from their tenants. Um, so I think this Friday is a, is a very, very big day. I also think, you know, that, that the federal government, which has been, you know, extremely well-intentioned, and, and I'll say as a former public servant myself, I don't envy my old colleagues, you know, working on the biggest uh, uh, spending initiative in our country's history 
adding on top of that things like government secrecy and cybersecurity, and they also have kids underfoot and, and parents who need attending and so forth. Um, you know, with all that good, good intention, um, I think need to bring some clarity to some of the rent relief programs that they brought in last week, because unfortunately there are some backfiring aspects on it where people are wondering about how, if and how they should pay rent on Friday, mm -hmm. given, you know, announcements that lack an awful lot of detail last Friday. Right. And time is of the essence and they're already six, seven weeks behind. The other thing is, I mean, just uh, there's this assumption that the large scale uh, landlords per se can just, you know, foot this thing for a long time, which they can to a point, but not forever. And so without any clarity as to when we're going to get back to some kind of new normal, um, there's a lot of pressure as well on these big, uh, big stores to make the rent. But there is a very real um, story unfolding that the Yorkdale, the Eaton Center, the Edmonton Mall, wherever it is that you do your shopping is never going to look the same when this thing is over. Uh, we already saw stores like the Gap shut down. We've already seen big chains um, shutting because the bricks and mortar of retail sales has just become that much more difficult. What do you expect, I mean, this new normal to look like? The, the guidelines coming out from the provincial government are going to come in the next week or so, and you're going to get an idea of what shopping is going to look like. But you know, a mall is only successful when it's full of customers. That doesn't fit with COVID-19 with the social distancing. Yeah, no, there's a lot in your question right there. And I, uh, I, I think that, you know, my crystal ball is no better than yours. Uh, but I, I think it's fair to say that we're going to be in for a, a long period of transition. Um, there is a view that, yeah, as you said, you know, things could be, could be bleak for a while. There are also those who believe that there's pent up demand. And that, you know, there will be some who are keener than others to go in and, and begin shopping. Uh, you know, my own view is it's going to be somewhere in between. Um, you know, complicating matters further will be the mix of the mall itself. You know, the, the kind of stores it has, the kind of tenants it attracts, the kind of shoppers it attracts. Complicating matters on top of that will be a patchwork of, of regulations or recommendations from public health authorities across Canada, which are often at the municipal level. So it's not even the provincial territorial level. It is yeah. literally you know, to sit in the city that I'm in, uh, you know, Toronto has this and Mississauga has that and, and so forth. Um, but I, I, I think there will be, uh, I, I still continue to believe that the, the, the long-term future, the long-term future of retail, especially established, successful uh, um, uh, milestone malls um, like Toronto Eaton Center, like Polo Park in Winnipeg, like Pacific Center in, in Vancouver, the future there is solid in the longer mm. term. We, we need help to get through it. But people want to go out. They want to socialize. They want to have a mm -hmm. bite to eat. The, the, you know, my 12-year-old my girl is getting to the point where she'll want to go with her friends to, to the movies. Unthinkable today, it will come. We just need help to make sure we get there. Well, look, in the 2009, um, you know, uh, collapse, I, I don't need to remind you, it was the auto sector that got the bailout. Now we're looking at retailers and store owners and business owners saying, hold on a second, you bailed out every other big uh, entity in the past. This time we need the bailout because they are the job generators across this country. Uh, I don't know if that's in the cards. And so uh, what are you hearing from your members? Is it fear? Is it um, <laughs> tears? I mean, is it angst or is it, you know, cautious optimism? So I, I think, look, I, I think anybody who doesn't have some degree of anxiety is, is, um, is probably not realistic about, but irrespective of whatever industry you're in, unless you happen to be in the, I don't know, the, the, the Zoom business or something like that. Um, so yeah, there is anxiety out there, but real estate is, 
the quintessential long game. Uh, the reason why insurance companies are, are big owners of real estate is because they have 50, 75, even 100 year horizons. Right. Um, so, and, and they ain't making more land as I think, uh, I forget who said that years ago. Um, so uh, for all the hoopla around, um, around the Amazon effect and so forth, it's real. But at the same time, um, you know, with the teeniest of exceptions, um, human beings have historically been social animals. And, um, and the time will come, this will end one day. And we know that. Promised, you promised, Benjamin, I, I, promised. I, I, I promised because a vaccine will come. Uh, okay. And so the, the vaccine is the moment where everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. It's going to take some time to get there. And so as we get there, you know, you can expect, you know, malls taking steps. And I, I, I'm only speculating here. I'm only spitballing. But maybe there will be some kind of, uh, of uh, limitations in the number of people who come in, which, by the way, made us reflect the number of people who want to come in. Um, mm -hmm. All those kinds of things, you know, you could expect different arrangements in food courts to make sure that food is is consumed in a manner that's that's different than today. Um, there, there's lots of evidence of what how, of how how China has bounced back. You know, we did a webinar with my with my Canadian colleague who runs MoMA China a few weeks ago. Beijing is 80% full, and some of those buildings are Canadian owned. So there there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's just a, a long tunnel to get through, and we need help to get through it. And and I help. I want to be really clear here. I, I don't want to sound like it's me, 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 and here's my tin cup. We need help because our partners, they're our partners, our tenants must survive. If we don't have tenants, we can't survive. And then everything unspirals. So, right. so the, the, the landlord community has already taken a huge hit, like the skin in the game. April was a crappy month. I know I'm shocking you. May is going to be a crappy month. I know I'm shocking you again. <clears throat> but um, but the, the, the relationship between landlord and tenant is fundamentally a positive relationship. They need each yeah. other, they're symbiotic, and it's critical to the economic recovery of our country. Just quickly before I let you go, Benjamin, without help, without some kind of uh, aid and or plan by the federal government, um, could we see malls collapse uh, in, in this country? Well, I, I think that there is aid coming. So there, there has been a package of aid that was announced last Friday. And our hope and expectation is that that package that was announced was aimed at smaller <clears throat> to medium-sized owner-managers. And our hope and expectation is that there is something coming that will address the unique concerns um, of, uh, <clears throat> of larger owner-managers. Um, no one knows what the future holds. I, I think the industry can tough it out like everybody else. Everybody's having a difficult time. And thank goodness the industry's not <clears throat> at a moment of collapse. But no industry can last forever without revenue. And so, mm -hmm. uh, and so we need to do what we can to, uh, to bridge. The, this is basically bridge financing. <clears throat> bridge those malls so that, uh, so that the tenants can survive. This is really about the tenants. We need the tenants to survive. The tenants need the shoppers, and we need the tenants. My fingers are crossed for you and every other business owner out there. So uh, we'll wait and see with some optimism. Benjamin, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime.